It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in theaters, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hello, Jim. Hey, hey. And also, we have the Merman, who I understand likes to have a good time. Is that true, Murray? Uh, maybe sometimes. My so, name is Jim, and I also like to have a good time. There you go. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. Okay. Well, thanks to all who've been supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please support us and join the growing Film Rage community by joining our membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Film Rage YYC. All members get special episodes and content only for members. And all members that sign up will get a special limited edition Film Rage merch item if you cannot commit to a membership. But you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible movie. Shout out to our biggest listening province in Canada, which is Alberta, followed very closely by some people who love us in Nova Scotia. So, yeah. Hey, Nova Scotia. We love those, you right those back. Gooners. And uh, I put a challenge out this week because France was taking the silver medal away from the U.S. in the Film Rage Download Olympics going on right now. And the call pushed forward a huge download from the U.S. The U.S. is now sitting in silver medal contention with France in a solid bronze and virginia's back baby virginia's back with our number one download state go virginia virginia's for lovers virginia's for us all right what do you think we need a commercial i think so it's time for a commercial break Movies are back at Canyon Meadows Cinemas. We are open for your viewing pleasure with great new films opening weekly. All health-regulated protocols are in effect for a safe and enjoyable experience. And don't forget, we should be your first choice for your next birthday party or special event. Can't make it to the cinema? We got you covered. Order concessions from our online store, and you can either choose curbside pickup or get them delivered via Skip the Dishes, Uber Eats, or DoorDash. For more details, go to canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. Here at CMC, we would like to thank you for your continued support, and we are looking forward to seeing you at the movies. Alrighty. Let's dance. Let's dance. Streaming and what? We're streaming, Jim. Streaming. Go France. We got a lot of France to talk about this week. Merci beaucoup. Yeah, maybe we'll get more France listeners. Maybe. From all our France movies we're going to talk this about. This is a French movie. It is en français. All right, so we streamed The Last Mercenary, now playing on Netflix. That is a streaming service that I believe is pretty much worldwide. 
So The Last Mercenary, starring Jean-Claude Van Damme, is a mess of a movie set in France as a secret agent tries to protect his estranged son who is accused of arms and drug trafficking. The film is supposed to be an action comedy, but comedy was absent, and the action is unable to carry the weight that the attempted comedy could not lift. The end result is almost two hours of boredom. The film did, however, give me hope that Van Damme could still be relevant, as his performance was actually kind of good. He is still believable as an action star, even at his advanced age of 60 years. He also showed glimpses of comedic ability, as given the right script, he could definitely deliver. But unfortunately, this was not the right script. As bad as this was, Van Damme still found a way to shine. Not enough, however, to stop this movie from being a rage. <laughs> Merman. Oh my man, god. Man, we no. Wow. Uh okay, let's start with the good. John Claude Van Damme can still kick ass with the best of them, even at 60. And do the splits. And do the splits, apparently, too. The bad. All of the acting. <laughs> all of it. As big of a star as Van Damme was, however popular his movies were, they were not for his acting skills. Ah, he was good, actually. Uh, unfortunately, he's still the best actor in this high-kicking turd. God, I agree with. <laughs> mad, it's mad, I keep telling now you. It's, it's mad. Now it's the ugly. French, oh, there's a good, the bad, oh, no, and this, the ugly. It gets worse, man. <laughs> a French movie that is dubbed to English... Uh, you didn't have to watch it. You could have, yeah. But well, no, that that's was, how Murray that likes was it. How I watched it. Yeah. Okay. No, like it, it was dubbed. Like it wasn't subtitled. It was dubbed in the version you watched. The version yeah. I watched. That's the version yeah, I yeah. downloaded. Yeah. Yeah. You could have chose. Watched, I watched it in French with subtitles. Okay, yeah. Well, that would have been better. I watched half and half. Because yeah, my least second least favorite thing in movies is subtitles, and easily the thing I hate the most is badly dubbed dialogue. <laughs> I'd rather read subtitles than have to watch dialogue that doesn't match the sound. This alone makes it a giant rage. A a giant turd rage. A turd. Are we gonna rage. have a? A giant turd. Mine's like a mild rage. But you still said turd. I didn't say turd. Didn't you say turd? No, at I'm no point sure. did I say turd. I think you did. I think I heard turd. Yeah, because I had to correct it. It was mad. Okay, so no. this was on Netflix, by the way, for those of you who didn't know. Not just that. I believe it's the number one movie on Netflix. Yeah. Go figure. Because everybody wants some John Glaude Van Damme. Right. So, uh, yeah, no. Or should I say, no. Say whatever you want, Jim, but get on with it. No. So, the biggest problem with this movie is it did not have nearly enough splits from John Claude. Uh, it was great to see him again, but this really is a throwback to the 80s John Claude Van Damme era. It's corny, silly, high kicking, and he still has the moves, baby. The car chases are campy, uh, and seeing 60 year old uh, JVCD. Still bringing the action. It was just a little bit funny, not as much as it probably was supposed to be. It is everything you wanted in a French comedy action. If everybody can remember that Jerry Lewis still is fairly possible to my knowledge in France. So popular. Mm-hmm. Populaire. Sorry, populaire. You said that Jerry Lewis is still possible. Possible. He and actually pop isn't because he's dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he's well, dead. I don't know. CGI. They could do it. Fair Bad enough. CGI. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> there, uh, I don't know. I, 
I just was a little disappointed there wasn't any nudity. I've been saying for the last two years that France always brings the nudity, and there wasn't any nudity in this Who whatsoever. Cares? But the French always deliver the nudity. I could care less. I don't know what I that guess, would have added to this film. I, I, well, the only thing we got even close to that, there was no, there was no swinging French francs or breastices. The best we got was an underwear scooter ride. That was the closest to nudity By that guy. we got. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. France, pick up your game, man. Well, they could have had a scene in a strip club somewhere. You know, a little fight scene in a strip club. I know. I was just... Just ha- throw it in. I just, you know, you kind of look forward to that when you're seeing a French movie. I don't. Exactly. Well, apparently, you just automatically see it. Uh, so, John Van Clans... John Van... John Claude... Van Damme's facelift was a failure, and so was this shit Danish, or should I say, shitty rage croissant of a movie. (laughs) Wasn't good. It was. It was a. Sorry, let me rephrase that. It was a merde rage croissant of a film. Film. I still think that somebody could put Van Damme and use him too. I think he's he's still. There's something there still. In I fact, think he's coming. I think there's more there too because as unfunny as this was, there was a flash here and there where I could see the comedic potential of Van Damme. And I've seen it also in that stupid series he had too. He's, yeah, he the John Glad Van yeah. Damme series. Yeah. yeah, so supposedly uh, Sly is rumoring to bring in Expendables 4. Oh, and we can yeah. all hope no, just, we can oh. all hope that no. John Claude will make it into no. that. No! No, because they already cut his head off in the second one. Oh. Perfect. Yeah, but maybe it'll be a clone. No, he was the bad guy in the second one. He's uh. got, he's got a twin. Cause, an cause, evil twin. Because he killed one of the Hemsworths. Oh. He might have an evil twin. An evil twin. Guy. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's fathomable. Sure. It's, exactly. We're not seeing the Expendables for their logic. Exactly. Expendables, they could bring in an evil twin and nobody would bat him. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, All right. Maybe this time he would actually be so long. So, uh, so we're, because of the summer, we're just reminding people we're not doing a bunch of streaming because, you know, we can be outside riding bikes and walking around and seeing movies and cinemas, so that's what we're going to plan on doing. So Air-conditioned cinemas. Air-conditioned cinemas. Well, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that later. Okay, so we got to go to three movies this weekend, and one of them, I was fearing for my life to see this one, and that's so Jungle alive, Cruise. Probably the different one. Jungle Cruise. African Queen meets Raiders of the Lost Ark, meets Laura Croft, meets Mummy, meets Disney theme park ride. Acting, though, was stellar. Emily Blunt is epic as usual, as is The Rock. The Rock, a superstar who's funny as fuck and is, in my opinion, and perhaps even Bryce's, because we did talk a little bit about this, is a movie star, no doubt. Oh, no, yep. there's, there's no doubt he's a movie star. He's, I will be echoing those sentiments a little like, bit later. He's mes- yeah. mesmerizing as hell. Uh, in fact, I would say other than Tom Cruise, I can't think of a rival for a superstar, triple A plus action star. There's, uh, on, there's only one movie star in the world right now, and it's The Rock. And Tom Cruise. Yeah. When he comes out with Maverick and... He's 160 yeah. years old. He's younger than The Rock. And he's like four foot nothing. He's he's but younger than The Rock. still does his own stunts. He's bigger than life and does his own stunts. Well, Don't you be talking about my Tom? He can do his own stunts because he can like fit through like small places. And 
Yeah, he's like a pocket. He's, a he's like guy. a pocket star. So the story, as usual, in this type of movie, it was 30 minutes too long. We do not need a Disney theme park slash movie this long. 15 minutes into this film, though, I actually turned to Bryce and I said, did you ever think we'd find a Disney theme park ride movie that could potentially be a Mondo? Because it was well on its way to becoming a it Mondo. It was on its way. The great in this movie is as follows. The acting, the dialogue, the humor, and all the chemistry of the three main actors. Uh, I love me Jack Whitehall. So seeing him in this was also a very pleasant surprise for me. Uh, it had LBGTQ representation. So this is a huge plus for Disney. And I'm not pushing Disney Plus. I'm just saying it's a plus because I don't think Disney puts enough uh, LBGTQ um characters in their films so this is good although not outwardly stated it was heavily implied the fact that it was fun for most of this movie was a pleasant surprise also based on what this movie is a theme park movie the bad again english actors playing foreigners uh fyi the rock is not spanish or portuguese Jesse Plemons ah. is not German. Paul Giamatti is not whatever he was supposed to be playing. God only knows what Italian? he was supposed to be. He's was Italian. he Italian? I, I, I don't know. So. If he, they didn't say his accent was awful it was and it fantastic. was laughable. The CGI was terrible, and I mean really terrible. Plus, we were forced to see it in 3D because it was, was the only I. time available, was which was also awful. This was a super surprising, unexpected film that was not like the Disney ride it's made after, which is awful, by the way. This was surprisingly fun and enjoyable. The end was dumb and completely set up. The Jewel of the Nile-like sequel, because that's what Dwayne The Rock Johnson does best, makes films that become sequels. In fact... There won't be a sequel. Um, can we think... Of any movie that he's made that hasn't had a sequel? Uh, oh, Pain I was going to say The Tooth Fairy, Pain but I think gain. it did have a sequel. There he was just a wasn't sequel. In it. He wasn't in it. Yep. Pain and Gain. Pain and Gain hasn't had a sequel. Oh, right. The only uh, the, Mondo the, from the, the, the man, the, uh, Michael the, Bay. The thing with yeah. Kevin Hart hasn't had a sequel yet. Yeah, it should have a sequel. It'll have one. Uh, It'll come back. What is it? So it's something Intelligence. Uh, something Central Intelligence. Central Intelligence. Sure. Oh, it's coming. That was funny. So Dwayne The Rock, Emily, Quiet Place, Alumni are Mondo, but this film was very enjoyable, man. Cool. Mer? That surprised me a little, actually. You thought I'd hate it. I thought you would hate it. I did, too. I was hoping to hate it. Well, uh, this movie didn't really get out to a good start for me. Uh, first of all, the only screening I could fit in was in the afternoon, because I work nights, and it was in 3D. <laughs> Cutching. Uh, I couldn't even buy a ticket at the kiosk because it said I had to reserve the sofa. Whatever the hell that meant. A sofa? Reserved seats. Like, like, it wouldn't let me buy a ticket. I had to go up to the human at the, at the, at the concession to get humans. a ticket. And yeah, that was still like 18 bucks. Um, <laughs> then I sat through 20 minutes of Disney trailers. <laughs> mostly animated movies that I had no intention of seeing. Oh my God. Because of this crap, I didn't even get to see the end of the film. I had to go to work. <laughs> I missed the last 10 minutes of the movie. This alone makes me want to boycott everything Disney except for Marvel. <laughs> anyway, while watching this film, I couldn't help but make comparisons to 1999's The Mummy. Brendan Fraser is now The Rock. Rachel Weiss is now Emily Blunt. And Stuffy British Dude is now Stuffy, Stuffy British, British Dude. dude. <laughs> 
Nice. I'd make it a comparison to the African queen, but uh, don't, don't. It's both. Don't you be smirch on Bogart. Uh, true, Blunt's character is a bit more Indiana Jones, but the plot's very similar. Just replace the desert with the Amazon jungle. Mm-hmm. Throw in the CGI monsters from Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> uh, and you have the Jungle Cruise. <laughs> Not saying I didn't enjoy parts of the film. I actually laughed at Johnson's horrible dad jokes and puns. They were um, excellent. But the story just got more and more ridiculous. He was very punny. This would be a really great movie if you're 11. But I'm not. <laughs> a Disney-fied, kid-friendly bag of vomit. Meh. Okay! All right. This this may be a trifecta, people. I'm not predicting anything here. I can't see him giving it a Mondo. I can take that. No, so I'm, I'm, holding, t- I'm holding my breath. <gasps> All right. Here's what I thought of Jungle Cruise. I'm sorry. Was it released by Disney? I believe so. And it was based on an amusement park ride? At Disney World. Huh. <laughs> so, Rock the Dwayne Johnson is a movie star. There is a charisma that this guy has that is not matched by anyone working today, and I really mean that. When he is on screen, he is engaging, funny, and his presence is undeniable. I just wish someone would put him in a really good movie, because if he has the ability to shine in the sea of mediocrity that is the movies that he starred in, imagine what he could accomplish if he was actually in something good. Having said all that, this was better than a lot of The Rock's films. He was given a role that he could have played in his sleep. He is charming and funny as usual. Even when the script wanes, The Rock does not. His performance alongside Emily Blunt was able to save a movie that was so much more enjoyable than it deserved to be. The chemistry between the two leads is very good and most of the comedy hits the mark. The action is silly. But I guess that was okay, because, you know, we're watching a movie based on an amusement park ride. But here's the thing. A movie that is based on an amusement park ride should not be over two hours. A little editing, and you could have had a thrilling experience. But at this length, the film drags with sequences that could have easily been cut, making the film flow so much better. I did like this, however, as I laughed many times and enjoyed the cast. Jungle Cruise was meh. Oh, can't believe I held my breath that long. <laughs> you know what that means, people. Sweet. Yes. Okay, so we saw. Uh, we saw Still. Matt Damon. Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. Uh, he is in a film. That opened last week called Stillwater. That also takes place in France. It does. It does. Go France. Yes. You Viva la France. It is directed by Tom McCarthy. Um, Stillwater is the story of a father from Oklahoma who travels to France to help his daughter. She is in, is in prison for murder. <gasps> dum, dum, dum. Which she claims she didn't commit. No. Let's start by saying that this is the best that Matt Damon has ever been. As Bill Baker, Damon delivers an astonishing performance as David, Damon becomes Bill with no sign of Matt to be found. The supporting cast is good as well with Abigail Breslin and Camille Cotton leading the way. I also like the fact that we got an underutilized part of society in a lead role. Stay with me on this. Blue collar, conservative single parents 
are not the stuff of a typical Hollywood release. True point. And I found Damon's Baker a bit of a breath of fresh air with all the good in this. And there was a lot of it. Um, the thing that kept it from being great and, you know, stop me if you heard this before, was its runtime. Why was a simple story stretch out to over two hours? Lots of filler that lessened the effectiveness of the genuinely great scenes. There is some stuff in here that is, like, fantastic. Like, Tom McCarthy can film a scene that gets you going. That, that, it's heart-wrenching. That you're, you're, You feel what the characters are mm -hmm. feeling. You're right there. And then there was like this filler in between. And it's like, what? <sighs> so with the lots of filler that lessened the effectiveness of the genuinely great scenes as mentioned, I loved a lot of this movie, loved it. And if it were not for its epic length, I would have rated it Mondo. Like this easily could have been Mondo if they sliced out a half an hour. But alas, it was an unnecessarily long meh. But Matt Damon was so good. He was so Matt good. Damon. This is this is award stuff. Matt Damon. He's Matt never been better. Damon. Mert, did you get to see Still Water? I did. I saw it yesterday. Be still my watery heart. Yeah, that's right. Uh, okay, so American student Amanda Knox apparently blasted this film for exploiting her case for profit. Oh, so it's because based on a real old, movie. It, the same thing a happened. A real life thing. The same thing happened to her. Oh. Uh, the filmmaker actually claims it was loosely based or inspired by the original story. Mm -hmm. Either way, it was vaguely similar, similar, but except somehow I doubt Knox's father falls in love with a French woman and her child. I don't think that actually happened. Probably not. Probably not. And I sure as hell hope that Knox didn't do what Breslin's character supposedly did in this film. Uh, don't give any spoilers, Murr. As far as I'm going. All right. Had a boy. Uh, Matt Damon and Abigail Breslin were both solid in this film. I've always loved Abigail and pretty much everything she's done. Uh, Damon, I can take your leave. But yeah, he was good in this. He's a lot better without Ben Affleck, I can tell you that. Um, the story <laughs> kind of changed gears halfway through. As Damon's character basically forgot about his daughter's case and just decided to build a life with a French girlfriend. Uh, and as big of a redneck as this guy was... I actually found it quite insulting and stupid that he wouldn't even try to learn French. I mean, he, he made all these trips to visit his daughter for over like four or five years to a French prison, and it's a nine-hour flight from the U.S. and didn't even bother to try to learn French, and all that time he's just sitting in his seat. like. But that kind of defines his character a little yeah, bit, don't you think? why wouldn't he learn it? I mean, he's going to... Like, just, I hate to say this. I just, don't want this to ostracize... Our silver medalists, the U.S. I just bothered. But me. a lot of them, a lot of people uh, that travel from the U.S. Well, feel yeah, everybody should he, speak English. If he's trying to get around in this French town, he definitely better learn French. It wasn't Paris; it was a smaller town. Yeah, yeah it's Marseille. They, they don't speak a lot of English there, so mm -hmm. whatever. Anyway, um, I did. Having said that, I did enjoy the story. Father-daughter relationship, while complicated, was actually pretty sweet. I didn't enjoy the ending very much. Another American Hollywood ending. Uh, this kind of dropped the film from a potential Mondo to a meh. Wait a minute. I'm just throwing back a little bit here. You are saying you don't like Hollywood endings? I didn't like this Hollywood ending. Oh, okay. What was the Hollywood ending you wanted it to be? Well, I mean... You real, wanted them to be together? Well, no. In the, in the real life... And that he would learn French? say people shouldn't get away with stuff if they did something wrong. Right. 
Gotcha. And but... in, in the end, they did. So yeah. that's all I'm saying. But there's lots Ish. of movies like that, which is Yeah, I'm good. just saying that, that they, they wrapped it up rather conveniently at the end. Did they? Yeah. I think, that, I don't know, it was pretty I convenient. Don't give away spoilers, but basically, yeah. There's some convenience. Uh, I'll, I'll give the, you some convenience. It didn't happen the way it probably should have happened. Yeah, it'd be interesting to know. What, Again, biopics normally yeah. suck. But yeah, so this wasn't about This her. wasn't really a biopic. It, it, it was just ish. Inspired. It, it was well, a, she's saying it is. McCarthy's saying it, it isn't. It was a story from the headline. Somewhere between. It was a story from the headline that somebody decided to write a script about. It wasn't about her. It wasn't her story. Just yeah. And, and they moved it from Italy to France. There you go. Whatever. There's probably that story in every country. Yeah. Right? So, okay, I'm going with McCarthy. He's pretty reliable. Okay, so as Bryce had alluded, and maybe Murray somewhat, this there was a lot of great in this film. A lot of the little things that bring little details into the film. The people all seem and feel real. Matt Damon is Bill. You really, really believe he is. So many little moments of greatness, especially from Matt Damon. He is Tom Hardy brilliant in this film. And speaking of Tom's, Tom McCarthy gets so many things right, especially casting. And what a surprise for casting French actors to play French people? What a concept! Yeah, but that means they don't even have—they don't have to act as well if they would have cast Americans to play French people, because right. then they'd have to do better acting. No, oh my God. Can I slap you? Because that is literally the dumbest thing you've said. You actually said. can't. I'm, I'm sitting it's way too literally, far away It's from literally you. the stupidest thing you've ever said. Uh, can I please thank the casting director who made the choice to put real French actors in a French movie? Just, thank you. Just, just laziness. Thank you. Just you, pure laziness. You get the star character didn't speak French. Yeah, because he's he was a redneck that didn't want to. That's just his... That, 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 he was Bill. He was, he was Bill. Bill. Absolutely. <clears throat> the little things, though, I found at times were also what held this film back from being fantastic. The story was original and an amazing character-driven film, but it was too long and included a few too many little things. And some of those little things got under my skin after a while. Little details of how the film conveniently unfolds at times seemed a little unnatural. The key find from the girlfriend, the random soccer game spotting, etc., etc. The characters were amazing. Most of the story was amazing. I liked this film a lot. I just did not love it. Again, 20 to 30 minutes in editing. And this film was a mondo. Matt Damon, Camille Cotin, as usual, and our little CLF, Lilu Siavand, in yeah, her film really debut, good. were all amazing. Casting was great. In fact, I would say Lilu was trained to Busan, 3% of CLF's fantastic, and not annoying, not even once. For one moment in this film was she annoying. Yeah, she but was this, great. But this film, even though I liked it a lot, and it wasn't really annoying, it was a, it was a high meh. Yeah. So, you know what that means? <laughs> this may be, is this going to be the meh episode? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. oh. I guarantee oh. it's not, Jim. <laughs> I guarantee it's not either. Wait, just wait, people. Things are going to get real. <laughs> Things are going to get real. 
Okay, we but we just got the finger from Bryce, yeah, which giving me, uh, me the finger. yeah, he's giving he's giving Murray the finger. I believe he wants you to go first, Jim. Yeah, he definitely wants me to go first on this. So, we, in my opinion, were lucky enough to see the Green Knight in in cinemas, uh, fantasy retelling of the medieval story of Sir Gawain and the Green Knight, which is pretty much. The whole movie. This film appears to come from the influence of early Ken Russell. The utter pageantry of this film is an overdose to the senses. The scenery is spectacular and almost a character onto itself. The sound is perfect in its depiction of the era of Middle Ages with such intensity at times it shook the theater this film brings my man crush dev patel on a journey traveling from scene to even stranger on an unexplained scene with brilliance and i could say with mesmerizing performance this fantasy adventure of king arthur's nephew is like nothing the famous poem depicts well Maybe the same, but visually and cinematically, this film is a spectacular, unseen in the measure for some years. I want to say one word that this movie was. It was a spectacle for the eyes. This trippy tale of knighthood is an adventure for the mind, body, and soul, and it is a mondo. What do you think there, Murray? <laughs> uh, not that. <laughs> the opposite of that. The opposite of that. Uh, I guess, full disclosure, I knew nothing about the Green Knight or Sir Gawain going into this. Gawain. Gawain. Um, this but wasn't Dev Patel mesmerizing, Murray? Not really. <laughs> this film made me do something I haven't done in a long time. Leave a movie theater angry. Oh, so much. Now you know how I feel every week, most weeks. <laughs> Usually I'm just, yeah, whatever. But this movie actually just pissed me off something awful. Uh, first of all, this movie was dark. As in, I couldn't see what the hell was going on half the time. What? Like, I know it was medieval times, but light a damn candle in the stuffy castle once in a while. <laughs> I couldn't figure out what the hell was going on. I couldn't see anything. Should have been called The Dark Knight, but... There's a chance that title may have been taken. It might have been, yeah. Sir Gawain was a Weasley sniveling coward. I disliked him. I disliked him immediately. And nothing he My did, boy Tev Patel? Nothing he did in the next two hours made me like him any better. Uh, he was also an idiot. Not even when he covered no, that I, scarf I with goo? This, this was the actual characters. It was an idiot. Uh, <laughs> in the film, he accepts the Green Knight's challenge. Challenge is one strike with a sword, whatever blow he lands will be returned one year's time. What does he do? Cuts the guy's head off. Yeah, he, he could have just cut was, his ankle. Does he not think that, that he could have just be, cut his ankle with, it, with his toenail. Come, that wasn't going to come around a year from then? Anyway, if he'd only stabbed him in the arm, that'd be the end of it. Uh, next, how does he spend the year leading up to this rematch? Training, you might think. Nope, just lying around, stuffing his face, and celebrating his bravery. I cannot wait to see him get his arrogant head watch cut the same off. Movie? <laughs> it just people not know this about me, but I'll take a sword over a gun any day. I would rather watch good swordsmanship than some idiot with an Uzi. 
It doesn't take any skill to fire a gun, as demonstrated nearly every day in America, I'm sorry to say. I thought there might be some sword fighting in the film, featuring a character with Excalibur, the sword. Wrong again! There were exactly two scenes with swords in them. That's right, two. Count them, two single sword strikes. The rest of the movie, nothing. For a movie with knights in it, I hated this film so much. Rage. So you didn't like the scarf goo or the talking fox? Oh, those yeah. would have been. Actually, I forgot to mention that because I I wrote my notes on a I wrote my notes in like long on a scarf at, at work. Did you did you no, did you write the it? Best on a... acting in the movie was by the fox. <laughs> who, by the way, if I had a spirit animal, that'd be my spirit animal. Okay, was a fox. so there was something about so this movie. One you liked. thing I liked about it was the fox. the talking fox, yes. but not the scarf goo. No. Okay, Bryce, what did you think of the scarf goo? That was a scarf goo. <laughs> You're really not as amusing as you think you are. I'm having a good time. Wait, oh, I'm good. having a good time. That's fantastic. All right, so uh, the Green Knight starts out like a dream that draws you into a world unlike anything you have ever experienced. The dreamlike state continues throughout the entire duration of the movie as we are introduced to Sir Gawain, the nephew of King Arthur. Dev Patel as Sir Gawain gives one of his best performances as the script requires him to convey much of the story through his eyes and body language. This film shows that not only is Dev Patel a star, but he is one of the better actors working today. Director David Lowry takes this 14th century literature and transports us into the days of King Arthur in a tale of unconventional heroism and temptation in an era of devout religious beliefs. The pacing is perfect as we are able to digest every frame. There are very deliberate, slow exchanges that set the tone. It lets you sit back and let the atmosphere take over for two hours of enchantment. We are introduced to the Green Knight, played by Ralph Innocent, as a sort of mythical creature that is half man and half tree. His introduction has a grand entrance that is appropriate for the grand tale that is about to unfold. Sir Gawain then decapitates the Green Knight to little opposition as this is just the beginning of a fantastic and harrowing adventure for Sir Gawain as he embarks on a journey that leads to his eventual fate. I love the scene as the Green Knight picks up his decapitated head and shoves it under his arm and rides off, indicating that this is not the last time we will see of this titular character. You forgot his um, his amazing cackle as he left, too. It was fantastic. That was fantastically cackleful. Following this event, Sir Gawain sets out on a trek and starts to battle with the emotions with his emotions, and this journey becomes more psychological and less material. The eventual climax where Sir Gawain confronts the Green Knight for a second time is one of the more thoughtful scenes that has ever been filmed. The way Sir Gawain comes to the eventual decision to accept his fate is fantastic, and the way the Green Knight reacts to Gawain's realization is poetic, which is fitting as this film is based on a poem. The fantastic visuals are ever-present in every frame of this film. The actors are at their best, as Alicia Vikander and Joel Edgerton also shine in this amazing script. I loved every frame of this film, the score, the editing, the cinematography, the actors, the pace, the dialogue, the lighting, and even the CGI was okay as it was not a distracting spectacle and it looked eh, 
pretty good. It looked terrible, but it, it's yeah, okay. It, was, it looked pretty good. Just give it its due. It was fine. This is definitely the best film that I have seen based on a 14th century poem. <laughs> and more than that, this is one of the best movies that I've seen this year. The Green Knight was Mondo. Yes. So we're at, we got polar opposites today, people. We couldn't as even... A, as always. Ah, it's not always. We just yeah, we literally nice. just agreed on two movies before this movie. Meh, meh. Yeah, but... I think we agreed on... Mondo Raid. Meh is Good. such a wide scale. I mean... Yeah. It is a pretty wide scale, but it, you know, it, it. neither one of us loved The Jungle Cruise, or we didn't hate The Jungle Cruise. Neither one of us loved or hated Stillwater. And yeah. yet... Don't, this this, this takes, movie was polarizing. It take yeah. You know what? At and this movie point, will this movie will be polar. I I legitimately think that no one's going to go into this movie and go, eh, it was all right. They're either gonna go, I bleep and hated that movie, yeah. or I bleep and loved that movie. There's yeah. gonna be no in between. Yeah, with this. I, I would I would tend to agree with you. Yeah. I think, um, to Murray's point uh, he made to us earlier was that he hasn't read a bad review on it. But apparently he hasn't looked in all the right places. Yeah, yet. I mean, there's not looking hard not, enough. Not every, and there are there are people that hate this movie. Oh yeah, I got in an argument with a few people over the weekend <laughs> about it. So having like, said that, I loved it. I also loved it. I know. And I'm in love with Dev Patel. I know I've been saying it for already, years. Everybody already knows that, Jim. I know. So why is why? Well, okay, he's fantastic. He's okay. Good. This brings us to our next. Time for me to not rage. This should, we should switch places for today, Murray. Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. Oh, sweet, sweet rage. Your music is too mellow to be Can see my body. My bodice. As this rage builds inside me. As I like to bring apart my thought points on script writing. And Seymour, it's not mellow now. We got some guitar action happening. I don't know why we need to fucking make movies about theme park rides or why we need to have toys made into movies i just don't get why we can't make movies that are good that have a good script that maybe are a good action movie like when indiana jones came out there wasn't an indiana jones toy or there wasn't an indiana jones ride somebody probably who knows but i can tell you one thing there was no ride and there was no toy until after the movie came out it doesn't it shouldn't be the other way we shouldn't Go, oh, you know what? You know what movie we're missing in our lives right now? Space Mountain. Ooh. I mean, sure it's on if it's I can imagine a movie called Space Mountain based on the ride oh, at Disney World. Yeah, are they just building a fucking movie into out of every one of their rides? You know what's going to be cool? When they come out with like the, the uh, Disney ride box set where they put out like all the movies that they've got <laughs> that are based on theme park rides. What about the teacup ride? Because isn't there a teacup ride? There's a it small is. world. It's, yeah. Or it's a small world? Like what the what the fuck is it's a small world going to be about? I think that uh, if uh, Disney's it's listening to this, this is going to happen. We're going to have like a 16 disc 
box set of like every ride in the park. Every ride or toy. It's got to be a ride or and or yeah, toy. Whatever. Right? It's like what came first, the toy or the hey, movie? According to our our internet friends, their movies based on Disney rides. There's like 13 of them. There you go. There's a box set already, right there. There's a box Murray, set. Murray, why is this not your Merman Minute this week? <laughs> Maybe it is. I was I don't curious. Know. I had to look it up. Okay, so here's my thoughts. Can we not just... Did this movie have to be called Jungle Cruise? Could it... And then had it tied to that? This movie could have just been called Jungle Cruise. Not Jungle Cruise based on <laughs> the ride at... At Disney World. Did they say yeah. it was based on the ride? Yes, it's it's advertised as it. Oh. Based on the based on the Disney Park yeah. theme yeah. ride, Jungle Cruise. We're watching Jungle Cruise. Yes. So and stop it. Just write good movies. And it stars Rock then, the Dwayne Johnson. Rock yeah. Dwayne. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Ooh, they should make another one of those. Yeah. But not until they make a fucking theme ride first. That's my rage. Yeah, they gotta have a theme theme park ride first. <laughs> Is that it? That's it. I can't. I'm tired. I want. I want some good scripts. I'm almost. Well, you expect too much from Disney. I'm afraid. I just expect things from people making movies. Making movies. Now, what's on your rage bucket ah, this week? Same old, same old. I'm just completely unoriginal. Uh, we know that. We went, we went to three movies this week, and they were all over two freaking hours. What is going on? Uh, two of them absolutely did not warrant to be over two hours. One of them did. But, you know, you take... Literally, we could have had three Mondos had yeah. they just edited yeah. the crap out we, of two of them. 100%. Yeah. So, so. Your, your complaint this week, which we have never actually truly... I mean, we've talked about, about cutting time. But you're... Your issue, if I can guess right, yes. is editing. Oh, it's all. It's like it's the director doesn't know to trust their editor. Yeah, it's just it's right. Just, I mean, oh, like how is how is movie about a theme park ride over two hours long? It makes the, the theme park ride itself. You have to, if you wait two hours in line, that's too long. I'm not waiting two hours to see. Pirates of the Caribbean ride or Jungle Theme Cruise ride. And imagine Stillwater at a tight hour 40, hour 45. Yeah, that even 46 and a half minutes yeah. would have been absolutely perfect. It would have cut out about maybe half an hour of him playing nice with his French girlfriend, maybe. It would have just got to the actual part where, you know, he's trying to get his daughter out of prison, then it would have been a better movie, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think we needed some of that. Other we needed some of it, not all of it. No, nah, there was a lot that could have been cut out of that. Though. Yeah, there also wasn't enough nudity in that French film. Oh, for crying true, in a so bucket. Why wasn't that your true. rage this week? It should have been yeah. rage this week. I just added it. It's another rage. There you go. Anyways, having said that, they could have made the Green Knight six hours, and I would have been in heaven. God. I could have... I would have tapped out at four hours, but nah, I could have I could have stand just, another two hours. I would have just been of just Dev a, Patel. Yes. All right, I'm done. All right then. Rage subsiding. Pulse slowing. Anger fading. This is the dead air part of our podcast. There's an intermission happening as we speak. Go back. Oh, never mind. There you go. Here comes the soothing sounds. Shh, don't talk about that, Kevin. Hello, and welcome to the jury room. 
I'm your host, Kevin, and I will be covering anything true crime, from serial killers to cold cases and everything in between. The Jury Room Podcast is available on most major podcasting platforms. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow anywhere you can. Stay safe, and thanks for listening. Oh, Kevin, I love the dulcet tones of your it's voice. Soothing, soothing sounds. Bryce, I thought your tonal voice was tonally delicious, totally delicious. but I love Kevin. Okay. Now, the joy that we've been waiting for. If everybody remembers last week on the Merman Minute, it was a depressing ride through hell. This week, this week, we're hoping to get back to our Merman. No, you probably won't like this one either. Uh Uh-oh. Are you going to depress us? No, I'm just going to rage a little more. Um, I'm okay with rage. As a big fan of the King Arthur legend, I was absolutely appalled and enraged by this latest movie um there were no sword fights wannabe knight was basically a coward and even king arthur was a disappointment now i present movies about king arthur that i would rather watch uh, and some, some of them are bad still better wait, but wait than that depth of hell thing are you saying you you just want to see them more than the green knight i'd rather watch these okay so you're going to watch were, these terrible movies some of them aren't even that good but i'd rather okay. watch them than the, than oh, the okay. green knight okay gotcha all right we'll start off with king arthur legend of the sword oh yeah that's terrible directed by guy Ritchie. yeah it's supposed to be the first in his six film franchise that was in the dark the ages of sequels guy were canceled Ritchie. due to the movie bombing at the box office cuz it was awful star charlie hunnam eric Bana, and jude law Cast was great. Who, yeah, I was missing Madonna. Though. According to Sean Penn, is a very good actor. Just ask Sean Penn. Uh, bad movie, but still had some awesome action scenes. Next up, we have King Arthur, two thousand and four. <laughs> I actually liked this movie despite the bad reviews. Starred Clive Owen, sure did. Kira Knightley, and Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. Mads, another great cast. Yeah. This movie's King Arthur is a Roman soldier rather than a medieval knight, which is about the only thing I didn't like about it. Uh, it was more historically accurate than other other films. Uh, I just think that was lost on the average viewer. Mm. Plus, we had Akira Knightley in basically a tube top the whole movie. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Tube tops were hot in the 1400s. Next up is one that I just watched again. Uh, First Night, 1995. Oh, God. It had a pretty impressive cast. Sean Connery as King Arthur, Richard Gere as Sir Lancelot, and Julia Armand as Guinevere. Mm-hmm. Here she basically marries King Arthur for political reasons, but realizes she loves Van- Lancelot. Uh. Connery was simply born to play the once a future king, even though he was a bit long in the tooth by this point. Isn't he also Scottish and not English? Whatever, he's British. Oh, okay. Some great action scenes, and the story was pretty much everything you wanted in a King Arthur legend. Maligant was pretty badass, too. All right. Next up, we have Army of Darkness. Okay. Now you're talking. Bet you didn't know this is a King Arthur movie, did you? Trapped in time, surrounded by evil, low on gas. There you go. He's reading from his poster in the mall now. In this third installment in the Evil Dead franchise, Ash has to defend an early medieval light knight called Lord Arthur. 
Nice. From the Legions of the Undead. It's as ridiculous and wonderful as it sounds. Yeah. And if you haven't seen it, it's a must. Anybody who hasn't seen it. For all King Arthur Evil Dead movies. Then we have the original Excalibur, 1981. Uh, This uh, movie has been praised by many things, including its importance for the Irish film industry. It helped launch the careers of Patrick Stewart, Liam Neeson, Gabriel Byrne, and Helen Mirren. In fact, Neeson played Sir Gawain. Oh! Never heard that name before. Yeah! And lastly, we have my favorite King Arthur movie. Bring it on. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. (laughs) Okay! We're ending with a bang. Undoubtedly, it is the best film ever based on Arthurian legends. Where's my coconuts? Loved both by critics and audiences. Doesn't take the story seriously and still chooses to make fun of it in classic British fashion. Some of my favorite quotes, just a flesh wound. Yes. She turned me into a newt. A newt? I got better. <laughs> he did too. I don't want to talk to you no more, you empty-headed animal food trough wiper. I fart in your general direction. Your mother was a hamster and your father smelled of elderberries. elderberries. Go France! Bones full of, of, of full 50 men lying strewn about his lair. So brave knights, if you do doubt your courage or your strength, come no further. For death awaits you all with nasty, big, pointy teeth. Sharp, nasty teeth. It's a big, pointy teeth. Fabulous. Nothing cleanses Murray, out of, like good. You always food. deliver. You're like, um, what's that expression? UPS. You're like Sam the Butcher, always delivering Alice the Sam meat. The what in the hell obscure, are you talking obscure about? Obscure Brady Bunch uh, reference. <laughs> no, it's uh, <laughs> no. Yes, it was. It's rap. Well, Sam was also doing Alice the Meat, too. So. Yeah, he delivered her the meat. <sighs> okay, that's all I got. That was the best. Okay, well, I know you douchebags aren't going to bring anything up, but I am bringing up the mesmerizing. Finally, I can bring him forward as mesmerizing because he's been in enough movies now for Bryce to have fallen in love with Dev Patel. Yeah, he's mesmerizing. Murray? I want to say no, but I haven't seen all of his movies, so go ahead. Oh, we got a yes. Oh, can we get that again? Because I wanted, I want to bring forward until I, I heard your review, because I thought you actually sent an email saying how bad that you thought The Green Knight was, but yes. I thought you were being ironic. No, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, then I, I thought maybe I still had a chance. I at, honestly don't find it mesmerizing I, at all, but I also don't go to a lot of his movies. I thought I had a chance at uh, bringing uh, good old uh, David Lowry forward for for Undoubted, even though he's only had to, to put him on... Uh, Who the hell's David Lowry? He's, he's the, the guy director. that directed The Green Yeah, it's, oh. the Green that's Knight. not going to be possible. Because, I mean, look at his movies. They're so good. I mean, is he The young? Green Knight, Mondo. Okay, the Old else? Man and the Gun, Mondo. A Ghost Story, Mondo. I haven't seen Pete's Dragon. That's where it could fall off a cliff. It's a, it's a meh, actually. Is it? I've, yeah. I've seen none of them. Ain't them body saints, Mondo. Nope. Saint Nick, Mondo. Nope. Bedroom, Mondo. Nope. So, well, anyways. it doesn't matter. He's got to start over. Well, no, I haven't seen any of his movies. So. No, well, you, no saw you saw the, saw la- the last you gave one. Him you a gave rage. it a rage. Yeah, so but don't I have done. to see all of his movies? For no, me? no, because as soon as he's got a rage, he's off the list. He's done. From any one of us. This is why this list is so important, people. That you can't just make this list just because we like somebody. Well, they have to be on undoubted means that it's not just us that love it. It's also Murray that loves it. 
Okay, well, do we have Paul Giamatti anywhere? Uh, huh? I, I haven't seen all of his movies, but his last two make me want to rage. Oh, he, Paul Giamatti. He's as doubted as anybody right there's now. There's no way. Well, you just gave his movie a meh. Yeah, you can't. You can't give you. Well, it could be if you give him. If you're bringing him up for undoubted and you give no, him two mass, he comes off. Doubt. If you're giving him up for, for, doubted. for doubted and you give him two mass, then he's then well, he's no, not. One he that, makes too many. He one makes too many was, movies. One before that was a rage. Okay, so gunpowder milkshake was a rage for you. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so so right away he doesn't make it. So he's starting over with Jungle Cruise. No, I'm talking about doubted, not undoubted. Oh, okay. No, so I, I, I'm like. Don't want to watch any of his crappy movies list, whatever list that is. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, that's He's yeah. Doubted. He, he could be doubted then. Okay, so Bryce, you writing this down? I don't have to. There's going to be something in there that's Mondo. So go ahead. Okay, so I can write it down later. Jungle Cruise is a meh. Meh. Uh, Gunpowder Milkshake is didn't, a rage. Didn't see it. Yeah, it's still a rage. Um, then he still made. Didn't see it. Uh, yeah, you can if you want. Um, the catcher was a spy, which I didn't see. Uh, that was uh, Mondo. Okay, well, there we go. So he's not doubted. Private Life? Don't see it. No, nope, me neither. Uh, Morgan, which I can't... I know I saw that, but I don't remember. The Phenom, which was a rage. Mm-hmm. He's, he's pretty hit, hit and miss. Anyways, I Straight out of Compton, which was a Mondo. It was a Mondo. It was... It was so good. It was yeah. good. He made San Andreas, which was a rage. Oh, God. <laughs> so apparently... That, that is why The Rock cannot be undoubted, because he just... What the <laughs> he hell? He was is, also in the two Spider-Man movies, why isn't in case the, you forgot. The Rock must be getting scripts. I mean, there's... Anyways. He probably is now. Keep in mind, San Andreas was 2015. I don't know. He hasn't made... Although he did make that movie that you also didn't like, what, that what? you gave a rage was the you know the Jumanji remake thing. Uh, Welcome yeah. to the jungle one. Welcome to the jungle. Yeah, you that was a rage. That? I actually didn't mind it. Yeah, and I I hate Jack Black. I'm actually. gonna give I you. S- I didn't mind it. I'm gonna give you some movies. I'm sick of talking about Paul Giamatti. We've already said that he can't be on because I. We can't be Mondo. doubted or undoubted because yeah, he's, he's Mondo and he's Rage. Exactly. He's nowhere in between. He's, he's, that's, <laughs> it's a good. That's it was go. a good one to bring up though, Mark. Okay, are you ready for these movies? Okay, what are we listing? Doesn't matter. I'm giving you the movies. You tell me. I'm not going to muddy the waters by you knowing who this is. Are we going backwards or forwards? We're going from oldest to newest. Okay. All right. You ready? Mm -hmm. The Station Agent. Oh, that was a Mondo. Mondo. The Visitor. That was a Mondo. Win-win. I didn't see it. It it has Paul Giamatti in it. (laughs) What? (laughs) It is fantastic, by the way. It is a Mondo. The Cobbler. One of the better that movies. That was a rage. That... What? It's got Adam Sandler. I know it does. And it was awful. fantastic. It was awful. The Cobbler was awful? Yeah. It had Adam Sandler in it. It was awful. The, uh, what? Keep, yeah, keep going. Well, what's the, there's no point in keep on going. You I want to know re- who the person is now. I have a feeling it's maybe Peter Dinklage, but maybe it's not. No, it's not. I am... I, I, I'm just taken aback by no, you saying the movie co- How it. could you not know? I've already said this many times. Yeah, Anything Adam Sandler's in that's a comedy is a rage. It wasn't a comedy. It was just still terrible. It wasn't a comedy. It was terrible. Oh, my God. You got to watch The Cobbler again because you're, you're out to lunch. <sighs> no, it was What in the good. hell are you talking about? I did not like it. No. <sighs> Spotlight. Spotlight was 
a Mondo. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's where it could have fallen off a cliff for, for me because I haven't seen this. And for some reason in the middle of this, he made a kiddie movie. Timmy failure, mistakes were made. It's a Disney movie. And it was what? It was the live action? Yeah. Uh, small detective, big imagination. <laughs> so that could have that done it. Uh, it, an 11-year-old boy. It's got boy Wallace Shawn in it. It's probably great. Yeah, an 11-year-old boy believes that he's the best detective in town. Runs I already the agent, hate it. Runs the agent to, agency total failures with his best friend, an imaginary 1,500-pound polar bear. Sounds great. It could be. I mean, you, it sounds awful, but that doesn't mean it is. I, I was looking forward to. to so uh, it, I was looking forward to watching this, but now I don't even have a reason to. So. So who is it that we were judging, by the way? Uh, the director of a little movie that we saw this week. Tom McCarthy. Tom McCarthy. There you go. Director of Stillwater. Now, does he? Did he make? The, the whole thing eight? was. The whole, no, he made seven, so he'd be on deck. Mm. The whole thing was though, is if, is if we got this far we'd both have to watch timmy failure because it would actually have to be mondo because we gave stillwater man <laughs> so i was looking forward to seeing if if timmy failure mistakes were made with a mondo because i would have got him on the list but you gave, oh, but, you but gave the cobbler we, he, we have to start him over anyway i'm just so because disappointed the green knight got a rage so we can start uh, over. oh yeah i forgot about that <laughs> it got a rage anyway okay so, so you know how in times when I've just wanted to go through a list and he gets no, all it, he gets all pissy uh, and are whiny you talking about, about the it. Stillwater director. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about Green Knight. Oh no, I'm talking about the. Movie. Sorry, I'm talking about the Stillwater yeah, no, director. I, oh okay. no, I'm not. Yeah, you were. What are you Weren't talking? You? I don't even know what I'm talking Wasn't about. Tom McCarthy, the Stillwater. Yes. Director? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was nearly a Mondo. I'm I liked so it. confused right now. <laughs> I didn't see the other of his movies, but I like that one. <laughs> we should talk about the director who did The Great Night. Yeah. Well, yeah, we should, because he's also, he should totally be on this list. We should have just worked our way back. We should still see Timmy yeah, you failure. Do you do that. No, because you gave Cobbler, I think you need to watch but Cobbler But the Cobbler's again. so far back. No, I do not. I've seen the movie. It's not funny. It's, it's terrible. It can't be worse than a man. It's, hey. Look into my eyes. No, Adam Sandler is not funny. It's not a comedy. Oh my God! Would you stop it? Okay, let me open up. Let me open up this, and it Cannibal says, pass. and I quote strictly from IMDb. What is the first thing that is listed oh, on IMDb? Yeah. IMDb. They are it's absolutely the gospel when it comes I to think, describing it movies I think it, comedy drama. and who's I, starring in them. Says, it's so accurate. IMDb. Just stop. It, the just movie's stop. terrible. The movie is not terrible. And so just, are you. Just stop. I'm just saying. Ellen Barkin. She's great. Like Steve her. Buscemi. He's great. They're all in this, and they're all so Don't good. Don't forget Method Man. Method Man. It's all... It, 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 the, movie the movie is, is terrible. No, the movie is not terrible. Yeah. You're terrible. I am terrible. I'm not going to doubt that for one minute. It's true. Anyways, I can't believe... Uh, whatever. So, at least we got Dev Patel on the mesmerized list. So, we had a... A fantastic argument, which always serves me well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, you stink. Is that it for the list? I, I do kind of stink. Actually, this hot box of a of a studio we have, we're all stinking by the time we get out of here. Yeah, I always smell sweet. All right, then. 
Last week on Ranger Dare, Jim reached deep into Bryce's bag of terror and pulled what I can only imagine is the cutest film the Olsen twins have ever made when he pulled the 1995 film It Takes Two. This week, Bryce and Jim will come back for a lick of my tasty bucket of rage. Let's check in with Jim and see if Jim and the tw- see if twins are actually double the pleasure or double the rage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's some good writing. So, I did not know that CLFs could act this bad. I mean, as you listeners may know, I am annoyed most of the time by the fact of them being creepy little fuckers in a movie. But from the first two minutes of the acting was so completely staged and awful, I thought I was watching an episode of Full House or any terrible 80s sitcom. And yes, where were they even waiting for a laugh track? Because it sure seemed like it. But then there is no laugh track. Imagine, if you will, kind of like Mr. Roper trying to tell a fucking stupid joke, then looking directly at the camera and laugh at his own joke. And then the laugh track comes up. This is how this felt, yet it wasn't a stupid episode of Three's Company. It was six-year-olds pretending to act. Steve Gutenberg and Christy Alley, together in a movie, I had a feeling this was going to be a rage-filled shitstorm. But throw in the Olsen twins at age, I'm guessing, six. Come on, look who's talking. And this was awful 10 minutes in. None of the scene changes made any sense. I got the impression the film was made for six-year-olds who cannot focus long enough to understand long scenes because they made location changes every two to three minutes, and not one of them made any sense. By the time Gutenberg gets into the movie, I wasn't sure what accent one of the twins was trying to do, but I wasn't... I'm pretty sure, and I wasn't sure, and then I was sure, and then I wasn't sure. But after about two minutes of it, I'm like, no, I have no clue what accent she's trying to pull off, which fit well into this movie. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, this story, plot, concept was idiotic. So many things to list, but I just do need to list a few. So number one, first off, orphans do not have handfuls of money. And two, pretty much everything you can imagine from a movie designed for children was in this movie. Now, this is where I'm going to take a little bit of problems here, and I think we need to make a change on this podcast. I thought we had decided at some point that we were no longer going to put movies in our bags that were made specifically for children. This movie is not made for adults to watch this movie. Yes, we did have a conversation about this. This was an adult movie. This is not an adult movie. And I'm saying... uh, if this is what we're going to do now, you will regret this for the rest of your life, life, Bryce, because I'm going to go change my list. And in case you didn't realize, the Olsen twins were in a lot of fucking movies, buddy. We do not. We should not be watching movies that are made for children because technically we should be okay, raging on they all weren't of always them. children. Okay, either. if we're going to have this discussion right now. Well, we took animated out. We took so animated out. So this is basically animated for six-year-olds. Wow, Okay. What is uh, if if we're going Olsen twins for example? Yeah, or any any movie that's not made for adults to technically watch this as a primary source. So what about young adults? Teenagers? Yeah, it's a teen movie. What 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 are your feelings about teen? They movies? made a few of those too. Yeah, teen movies I think are okay. Okay, so 
So like Breakfast Club is so, like a teen movie, no, really. No, it's not. <laughs> no, but it's ma- it's supposed to be teenagers in the movie. Yeah. So if it. So let's say the Olsen twins are like 16. So the Hillary Duff movie I have watched the other week is that fine. That was fine. Yeah. That's fair play. But if you're putting children in the movie as the primary acting characters, I think we got to get those out Unless, of our bags. Uh, it's just, it's well, not made for adults to watch. So inevitably it's going to be a rage. It's just like, I could just go find every child movie, except Shirley Temple because she's I, a goddess. Okay, I can accept this. I kind of enjoyed Dennis the Menace. No, that is a rage movie. That, yes. is, that is beyond. That kid is a terrible actor. Yeah, but I, it was a kid's movie. I can accept this. Richie so, Rich. I'm, I'm just glad I got to sneak this one in before we made this rule. <laughs> before Jim changes the rules I, again. I feel, no, no, we have to update the rules. It's not, I will change my entire bag to children's movies. If this is, I've got so many versions of Annie. I've got so many Olsen twin movies I can throw in there. Okay. So, Yeah. And there's Cody Banks, one to seven, probably. I, I think Cody Banks is fair game because he's teen in that. Spy Kids? He wasn't when he started. He was a kid. Was he? Yeah. Were like four Spy Kids movies? Okay, Those so the, 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 yeah, the, well, the line why, we draw. I think draw, that's why it was. The line we draw is puberty. Puberty. Yeah. 12. Okay. Or if they ch- go through puberty during, the, during movie, the movie, then it's okay. How about this? If they're, if they're not in high school, at least. They have to be in high school. They got to be in high school. High school or junior grader. high. Done. And it, it has to be the main actors, not yeah, their sister. I mean, they can yeah. have, they can be other characters yep. that are two. It Done. doesn't matter. Okay. We got to review our bags, people. I got to take a look. I think I'm safe. I think, I, I, I think, think was the only safe. one. I think this is the only one Where's that I see. Yeah, Mur- I think Murray's I'm going to look through my bag. I'm going to take a look. Most of mine involved SNL actors. Oh, good. They'll be funny then. They're usually terrible. Okay, well, let me just finish off this. Um, I really don't want to talk about this movie anymore. Uh, I'm still not recovered from last week. Seeing Old and Snake Eyes in the same night, I need some time to recover. This film hurt me from the inside out. Think in horror movies when the victim is turned inside out so that their insides are outside and their skin is on the inside. This is what my mind was like after seeing this movie. This is a made-for-TV movie that made me rage. The only good thing in this movie was actually the music. Oh, and one scene, which actually worked very well. One of the twins saw a picture of the other twin on the wall because they, they're completely unrelated people, but they're identical. And the if Twilight Zone music played. That was a good scene. So like the parent trap. Yeah. This movie was, was basically um, like David Copperfield or one of those. I forget what the. It's just. Yeah, it was terrible. It should never have been made. And no one. In, no adult ever should have had to see and this. Yet the this Olsen, was that the Olsen twin made millions from it, I'm it, sure. It takes two, baby. It takes, it takes two to make a movie this bad. It takes two to make this bad. Did they, did they have that song in the movie? I don't remember. It I'm, takes two, baby. No, it didn't even have that. What? I know. They didn't have the double mint commercial what? song. Nothing. Uh, and they didn't even have gum. That's disappointing. Yeah, it was disappointing. All around. All right. Well, this week, we've got a pull from Murray's stank bag. Or where? where's Murray's um, video he has the. Oh, no, oh wait. Let, do you want to do. Sh- no, it, he's, I think the, those are in there. Yeah, yeah but he wants us to pull. He no, wants no, us to pull. No, he wants pull to pull the, here. And I'll find it after. Okay. <clears throat> here we go. Murray is pulling. Why am I pulling it? Well, pulling, you're the I'll one that's pull giving it. us, inflicting I mean, us the rage. You guys are the ones watching it. 
Okay, I'm reaching into a empty. No, no, there's full of creamery goodness. Bucket of rage. We will be seeing. We will be seeing Jim a movie by the name of Role Models. Oh fuck me now. That's R O L E M O D E L S. Role Models. I think uh, isn't Ant Man in that? Uh, He might be. I, I just remember, I think Isn't, it's one of the uh, spades. He's his favorite Avenger? Yeah, I think he might be. Isn't uh, st- d- 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 McLovin in that? I don't know, maybe. I hope so. Is McLovin in you it? Know my, you know my love of Sean William Scott, Elizabeth Banks, Paul Rudd, Christopher Mintz-Plasse. There we go. This is going to, oh, Jane Lynch, Murray, this is going to be a Mondo. It's going to, uh, that, it, it, you got some of the funniest people on the face of the earth. Jane Lynch, come on. Doesn't mean it's Her good. scenes alone got to be good, right? Yeah. I'm actually When have you watched this. Jane Lynch and not at least smiled? Yeah, I'm smiling right now. I'm just thinking about her and I'm giggling. This is a Mondo in the waiting. It's going to be great. It's going to uh, be great. I remember I've seen it. I don't remember it. I've seen it too. I don't remember it. So it kind of sounds like it's a meh in the uh, making. It is because if it was really that bad, wouldn't I be remembering how bad it was stay tuned next week people because our bags will be opened and they'll be updated all right then all right well this was a great tribute to our friends from france the potential bronze medal winners in the film rage download olympics it appears that canada is going to run away with the gold go canada our friends from the u.s are going to get a silver but we, we're early in the month, so let's make it happen. Thanks, Ragers, for listening. And some super rage love to Julene from It Goes Down on the PM Podcast, James, uh, and our newest member, Philip, for their membership and continued support. Thanks to the Senate Film Rage crew of Leonard Conlon for her statistic vision and photography via Leonard Conlon Photography, for Beck's Goose for her turning skills at potatoladypodcastreviews.com, for Tony from FlixX Rated Podcast for his graphic design for our verbal masturbation art. And lastly, thanks to our sponsor, Canyon Meadows Cinema. We could not do what we do without some of the help from you, my friends. Please go and support your local independent cinemas near you as they desperately need your help as we come out of COVID. Find us on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at FilmRageYYC. Check out everything FilmRage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site from Redbubble and Public, and some of it's on sale right now, so get to shopping. Look for us on YouTube by searching FilmRage Podcast. We're always wanting to make this a raging blast for all listeners, so please comment, like, and subscribe, and send us an email to FilmRageCalgary at gmail.com. Dare us to see terrible movies to fuel our rage, but no matter what you do, please, please make us rage and take this Olympic download month to its new heights. Rage on. Rage on.